to Self Life Love with Dr. K. We are in season four, episode three. I'm so excited. I've actually been doing this for four episodes, like four seasons. It's it's amazing to me. That means I really, really like doing this, which I do. Um, it really gives me the opportunity to talk about so many different things. I feel like I'm like engaging in self-care. I feel like I'm diving into my profession, that I'm being myself. Like it, it, This is like the perfect thing for me. Like podcasting couldn't have been any better. So I'm, I'm so glad that I've accomplished four seasons already and over 30 five episodes already and you know that's a great milestone for me and I'm gaining followers so again thank you for listening and following me I wanted to talk about love we are in the love element of self-life love in season four and so you know this is kind of perfect for me just because I am thinking a lot about love. I'm married. I've been married for a few years. And of course, I've had relationships prior to my marriage. So I know what it feels like to be in love, to lose love, to be single. But I also know how it feels to be in conflict with love and what that really means. Years ago, God told me that I would have to be transparent. And to be honest, it scared me to death. Like, I was like, be transparent? You mean I have to share my experiences? I have to tell the world and show the world who I am? And he's like, yes. In order for me to use you, you have to talk about yourself. You have to share your experiences, good and bad. And so that's how I can use you is so people can identify and relate to you. And that they can be drawn and connect with you so you can inspire them to come to me. And so I was like, okay. I am a very spiritual woman. Um, I have said that many, many times in prior episodes. I mean, there's definitely no shame in my game at all. I am a true woman of God, but I am a, a woman of God that is not perfect. I come with many imperfections, things that... I've done in my life that I probably shouldn't have, but I did, um, you know, things that, you know, I have questioned about God and maybe gotten mad at him before, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of different experiences that made me into the woman that I am. And I have no regrets whatsoever, but love right now is really a hot topic. Um, just being married but just kind of seeing other couples go through ups and downs, having friends that have experienced divorce and having to even talk about or explore divorce. It's, you know, it's really a relevant and real topic. Marriage is work. Love is work. Love takes two people. It takes a reciprocal relationship. Um, it takes so many different elements, whether trust, you know, compromise, communication, friendship, companionship, patience, 
um, to be giving, to be attentive, to sacrifice, um, to be obedient, to be okay with losing some things, losing time, losing a sense of self, putting things, uh, your goals, uh, things on the side for a time being, if you ever return to them. Um, but most of all, it's important to love and share that piece of you with no regrets. And that's, I think the most important piece is not to have any regrets about love and the person you chose to marry. I had a choice and I knew that when I married my husband, I had a choice. I have been engaged before. Um, I've had relationships before. I've had a couple of relationships that could have turned into marriage. And so my husband was not the first thought of marriage, of course. I mean, being my age, no, you know, it's not because you have a lot of different relationships. You really have to explore relationships. I'm all about dating, but you also have to make sure that you connect with that that right person so you can keep that covenant strong so you can continue to strengthen that covenant through any experience no matter what but there's something really delicate and really um, difficult and challenging when there's a conflict spiritually when there's a conflict internally but yet you still love the other person and so letting go while still holding on, letting go why, while you're still in love is very, very difficult. It's, it's a different type of, of pain. And so I can relate to this amazing couple that has been on my mind the past few days when I heard about them divorcing. Um, it has been on my mind. I was going back and forth and whether or not I would share it because, you know, I share some things and some things I don't. It it depends on if it's relevant. Well, this is really relevant. Um, and it's really been tying at my heart to talk about it. So I wanted to really talk about being in conflict spiritually because I think that this is a relevant Topic. Not saying it's the topic of why the divorce is occurring, but it definitely made me reflect on the importance of spirituality within a relationship and being equally yoked and really what that means. A lot of times God will put things in our minds for us to figure out on our own. You know, scripture says, study thyself to be approved. That means we study ourselves And we gain our own interpretation as long as we have the heart of his. You know, we lean onto his understanding, not our own. And if we can think as if he would think, then we could put our minds into the heart of him and we can make the best decision as we study ourselves. Um, And we interpret what we're studying as far as biblical and and scripture. Because there's really no one really to, to interpret what we read and especially in the Bible there's no interpretation that says this is this is exactly what this means I mean we have what God says but we can always interpret it however we want to it's just 
humanity. It's man. It's us. It's women. It's just how we think. We can always perceive something differently if we think about it. Years ago, right after I got married, probably four months in, I had arrived at a book signing with me and my friend and we were standing in line um, waiting on our book to be signed. We had a great conference. The conference talked about love and talked about the importance of finding love before being intimate. Talked about the importance of love and how to maintain a relationship full of love, full of God, and how to be equally yoked, how important that was. So a lot of what we were hearing from this couple who is now getting divorced was spiritual, you know, and it it gave you a spiritual insight on how important being equally yoked really is, especially in a relationship. And I agree, being equally yoked is totally vital. It is, especially if you're a spiritual person, I am a spiritual person, so I know how important being equally yoked is. Not to say that you can't fall in love with someone who is not, but it's best to fall in some fall in love with someone who is equally yoked to you. I mean, that's kind of going to give you the best outcome. Just like if the more in common that you have with someone gives you a better outcome, just because you minimize the amount of challenges that you may have to go through. Because challenges is what is the the root of divorce. It's that you can't get through. Uh, an existing issue and it's a challenge it makes you uncomfortable you don't have an outlet you need an escape and you feel like you can't be yourself you feel like you can't live you can't breathe you're no longer happy and you have to be happy in your life you want to keep that connection with your sense of self you want to still be in a relationship and cleave to someone while being comfortable with who you are and that's so important not to lose your sense of self But at this conference, it it was about spirituality and and love and marriage and just having that special bond. As I was standing in line, getting my book signed, I finally arrived at the table and my friend Monica, she was, you know, waiting for me and I walked up, I was like, hey, and they're like, hi, and so warm, so loving. I just, I fell in love with both of them. They were just bomb. They were the bomb. Beautiful couple. Um, and they were like, well, hey. And I was like, yeah, I just got married. My husband is at home with the kids. I just had a baby. And, you know, they were like, oh, hey, let's shoot a video. I'm like, wait, what? Okay. So I was just so excited because I'm like getting a video. I mean, I'm just trying to get my book signed. There's people in line looking at me like, girl, you were taking forever. But I'm like, if they want to do a video, I'm totally doing it. So I'm 100% all in. So we shoot a video. They give a shout out to my husband and they're like, hey, you know, we're here, Dre. Sorry, you know, sorry you couldn't be here. But, you know, we're here with your lovely wife having a good time. And, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. I mean, what they were saying on that video, I never forgot because I needed really to hear those words. We had just gotten married and we were going through a little, a little, you know, a little thing just because some people didn't really support 
our relationship like I thought should have and so I was a little salty about that but yet I still wore a smile and I still valued myself as a wife and valued myself as his wife regardless of what anyone thought I wanted to have the wedding that I wanted to have I wanted to do what I wanted to do and my husband agreed even though he wanted an opposite wedding of me like a bigger wedding I wanted a smaller wedding you know my father isn't here he couldn't walk me down so I mean there were reasons for me wanting a smaller wedding versus a a larger one and of course he had his reasons for having a bigger wedding versus a smaller one so them having those words and sharing those words on my video meant so much to me and put a smile on my face and it just reassured me that I was in the right space at the right time and I was in a space where I was supposed to be. I was exactly where God put me and it, I was reassured just by the time that they spent with me. So then after the video, we took a pic, you know, we were laughing and I went on my way. Um, that whole day was just amazing. I mean, I, I got an a interview for my husband on Um, our local channel. I met the pastor of the church and then called my friend while I took a picture with her pastor. I mean, it was just, I was meeting people and just having a great time. Like that whole two hours, I, I just had the most amazing time. So to hear that that couple is going through a divorce just broke my heart. And the couple that I am referring to is Megan Good and Devon Franklin. And I am really still heartbroken because I saw the love. I felt the love. I was right in the middle, right in between them, right in between the love. And I felt their energy, you know, so close to them. I was sitting right next to each of them in the middle of them. And I just felt the love that they had for one another. So for me to, you know hear about their divorce I was just I'm still a little sad because I just knew that they would be the couple to to make it she's an actress beautiful I mean just amazingly gorgeous smart talented and he's gorgeous spiritual talented I mean who would think that they would divorce. I'm sure people say that about me and my husband too, because one thing about a couple and being in love is that you never know what happens behind closed doors. I get that. I also get the fact when there's a spiritual conflict. And one thing about spirituality is the fact that there is a conflict. If you feel like you're supposed to be in a certain space within your walk, your spiritual walk. Again, not to say this is the reason for their divorce, but this is the thing that I I keep referring back to because I'm looking at comments and looking at what people are saying about their divorce. Like, I can't believe they're divorcing. You know, they both love the Lord and, you know, he's a pastor and oh my goodness. What people fail to realize is that just because we love the Lord doesn't make us any less human. We go through ups and downs just like anybody else. We strive for that perfection. Yes, we do. But we also understand that we do fall. One thing about being in a conflict spiritually is that it is a a real thing. It could put you in a depression. 
it can make you feel like you're not worthy, like you've disappointed God in some way. Because you're like, how can God use me and I'm not perfect in his eyes? We forget that he uses us because we're imperfect. And so the people that he needs to touch and to reach, he uses us to do that because of our imperfections. And that is the tools that he uses for us. That is why when he chooses us to be vessels, he chooses us based on our imperfections and not the opposite. There are people that can connect and be drawn to to other people in certain situations. But for those of us who have imperfections, he specifically uses us for that very reason. I'm one of them. God said, many are called, few are chosen. We're called, but only few of us are chosen. And when you're chosen, you do have a responsibility. When I was in the church and I was, you know, executive director of the counseling ministry, I was a praise dancer, which is a a dancer who's full of praise of the Lord. And, And you can feel his presence in your dance. It's the only way you move is when you feel his presence. So you have to be aligned with God. It's a special, intimate, uh, praise and worship when you're praise dancing. I was also in the choir and I worked a lot in the church and my life when I was doing that was less, little less than perfect. I mean, I I felt like I had a responsibility to be pure. Um, and I'll put that in quotes because it, it, there's my own definition of being pure, you know, no adult beverages, not cursing. I mean, really trying to be that perfect being. A lot of the times it's for fear of judgment, because I know that I'm supposed to set an example. People are looking at me. You know, people are watching me. People are um, looking at me. I'm helping them break through their own bondage. There's a lot of responsibility when you are chosen. And so being equally yoked with someone is very important. Because what if you become equally yoked with someone who is not living that lifestyle or who is still in a different season than you? How can you be equally yoked with someone when you all are different and your seasons are different? So how do you come back together? I believe that you can. I believe that there is a space for that. It's a tough one. But I think if you can grow together and find that space where you both can compromise and not leave the relationship feeling like you lost something, then it can work. It's really hard to grow because you have to make sure that you're growing at the same pace as your significant other. And if not, then there will be a challenge or challenges. And it's going to be a little hard to get through. At the end of the day, you don't want to lose your sense of self, especially when you are chosen because you feel like your life is is your outlet. Like you, it's your lifeline. Your life is your lifeline. Like you can't do anything to deter yourself from your path of purpose. Like your purpose is your reason for life, reason for living. You'd rather not exist if you can't have that. And even if it means letting go of a love that you're still in. It's that serious and that important. But again, I do believe that he gives us the tools. God gives us the strength to get through anything that we get 
that we come across through him. Even if we are going through the ringer, if we are crying every day, putting ourselves in a ball and crying, if every day is dim, if our light kind of goes out with a low flame, really dark days. I mean, those days that we all want to avoid. But sometimes we can't. And sometimes those are the days that God puts in our, our life to test us and to test the faith that we have in him, to, to test his promise, to test his covenant, to test our reality of faith. Do we really have faith? Can we really trust God? Do we trust that God is going to bring us through anything that we are going through, any pain, any type of sorrow? Will we trust God that he is comforting us even when we feel like we're not comforted or being held or being in his grip? Can we still hold his hand and not let go? Can we still live a life and not turn our back on ourselves or on the person that we love? Can we stay in it? When the battle gets tough, because he said the battle is his, not ours. Do we have the patience to wait? Can we wait in that moment when it gets tough and when it gets dark and when you feel alone and you feel like there's no one there? You don't even hear where God is anymore. You you think he left. You think he no longer hears you. And then you think that you should have known better. You should have done better. You know, we start having those thoughts that we should have, could have, would have. And then we start hating ourselves. And then it's just kind of going down a pit. But I believe that love can conquer all. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love hurts. It does. If someone says love doesn't hurt, I don't believe them because people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. And when you you love someone, it doesn't mean you won't hurt them. And that's a hard pill to swallow too because you think the opposite. I bet you any couple that you, you talk to, they've had arguments. They've gone through things. Some relationships more severe than others. I also believe, you know, you shouldn't stay in a relationship if there are certain boundaries and certain lines that have been crossed. Only you know what you can deal with and how much you can forgive without holding a grudge and, and you know, ruining the life that you have for yourself because of that grudge that you can't get over. Because sometimes the pain is just too thick and too deep to where you can't get through it. And that's not fair to you, your kids, or your significant other to live like that. I mean, we are human. We can only get through what we have the, the capacity to get through. But when you trust that other person and when you still love that other person that tool and that power and that strength is in the love that you have for that other person and you have to accept that the days of sorrow will come and they may come in the form of growth just in that element of growth of purpose of finding yourself love is eternal And when we release it to that other person, it stays with that other person forever. I believe that. 
love is interesting, um, but it's worth it. And we were created to love. Love is the, the greatest gift. Whether it's our child, our significant other, it's our ability to love and to live, to breathe. Love is a gift. It's precious. And we have to take care of it. Because it is precious. And it's our lifeline. I just want to encourage every couple out there that love is is important and it is work it's a commitment it takes dedication and it takes a sense of self it takes you um it pulls you even when you don't want to be pulled but you have to you have to go through those dark days but just know that the bright days will come I wish the very best for my amazing, beautiful couple. And I thank you so much for those lovely words that you gave me because you helped me more than you know. And so hopefully I just did the same for you. So love, self, life, and love. All three are important and they're eternal and they live on wherever they end up love this is self life love with Dr. K